Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jackson FMF back on the podcast again. Mm-hmm. Joined as always with my co-host, Second yes. Order Vanity Joseph. Check Today in. we have an awesome guest. <laughs> <laughs> One of my absolute favorite people. <laughs> TikTok sensation, <laughs> oh, oh. Kiwi no, 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 certified, no. DJ Jesus extraordinaire, Christ. Miami drug dealer. Blown up already. This guy's <laughs> had his gas. Yo, there better not be any cops listening. <laughs> <laughs> we have Isaac, aka Isaac likes. What's up, guys? Yes. Nobody on the, asked. On the on the couch. <laughs> nobody asked, but Isaac's on a podcast with us. Yo, thank you so much for taking time to join us today, bro. Thank you for having me. No, of it's course. good to be here. Of course. It's amazing yeah. to be back in New York City. Yeah, yes, right? welcome back, bro. After what? Months of living in Miami. Six months of living in Miami, which was amazing for the first four months. Last two had the drag. Get me the hell out of here. Painful. Painful drag on. Oh and you my didn't gosh. even know that you were going to be living in Miami for that long a period. We were trying to stay for like two months. We were mm-hmm. staying for a weekend. That's how it started. But we, went, it was like we went for a weekend, stayed six months, basically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, that's typical. Crazy. This Miami shit. Mm. Of course. Turn ever, turn the weekend to a lifestyle, not the other way around. Literally. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> oh my Never god. Never again. Get me out now. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, amazing. Well, I guess for those who aren't familiar with you mm-hmm. or have seen your TikToks or you know any of that. Yeah. What? W- how could you give us like a brief introduction to yourself and maybe a little bit of backstory? Okay, so uh, the to the briefest possible way that I uh, that I can tell it is that I was born and raised in New Zealand. Okay. I got obsessed with fashion from a really young age, and I started mm. working in hairdressing salons. Oh wow! Right? So you were really I was like anything. fourteen yeah, years yeah. old, sweeping up hair in like the top salon in New Zealand, right? And I decided that that was what I was going to do. I was going to be a hairdresser, mm-hmm. and then um, that after explains like, the main actually. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, a the hair's still good. The hair's still good. <laughs> So three years in, I was like, damn, this is a lot more difficult than I ever thought it would be. You're mm-hmm. standing on your feet for 12 hours a day. Jesus. And I got an opportunity to volunteer at New Zealand Fashion Week, which it just started around like 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. And I was driving the VIPs around. Oh, okay. And I would sneak into the back of the shows after I dropped off the VIPs. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, fashion shows are where it's at. This is what I want to do. That's right? fire. And so I used to go to these fashion shows and I would look on one side and you'd see the buyers from stores. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, on the front row, you'd see the journalists. And I was like, I don't know if I want to work in retail, but I love to write. Uh-huh. And so I started writing. I started just pitching stories to magazines. And a, a few magazines um, said that I could write a story for them, right? Yeah. And then I Let started... Let me cut you off just a brief... Oh, yeah. what, how old are you when you're doing this that you're talking Whipping about? Whipping the now? VIPs around. Yeah. I, I, 20? 20? Okay. 20 right. years old. Graduate university, 21. Mm-hmm. And... I start pitching stories to magazines mm-hmm. and newspapers. All right. And then when I was about 23, I started a blog. Oh, and this okay. is back in the day when every single human being alive had a blog. Had a blog, right? At least right. a Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is like before, before Tumblr even existed. No, no. This is oh, like Blogspot wow. days, right? Wow. So the Sartorialist was the most Hashtag famous person in the menswear. Hashtag is the epitome of menswear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started this blog, and my goal was to start breaking stories in the New Zealand fashion industry. Okay. And I was going to interview models. I was going to talk about New Zealanders who are doing big things on the world stage, mm-hmm. and I wanted to break stories. And so I started breaking stories. And a few of the stories that I broke became headline news in New Zealand. Really? And then a couple That's of stories crazy. I broke became big stories internationally, right? Which, what's one of them? I mean, everything from like during the recession, mm-hmm. massive media companies yeah. shutting down full divisions and firing all their staff. And I'm the first person with the story. Really? Because I had all these sources. That's everywhere. crazy. So you actually kind of were doing like some journalism. Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 no, that's like, like fashion journalism. Full blown. Like the mm-hmm. probably the biggest story that I ever did was like really, really dark. It was a few years into my career. It was mm-hmm. 2010, and I went to I was at Milan Fashion Week, mm-hmm. and this male model who was booked exclusively to walk for Burberry the next day killed himself, jumped oh. off the roof of his apartment building in my, in Milan. Jeez. And Holy shit! I was friends with a lot of the male models, and they called me and they're like, "Yo, this just happened," and I broke the story, and it made like worldwide headlines. Jesus. Picked up by the New York Times, yeah. like everybody. That's crazy. And um, and when I was still working in in New Zealand, I I got a job for a magazine, and one of the stories that I broke became this huge story, and I got in trouble because they um 
the CEO of this company that I'd written about mm-hmm. said Isaac Hindemiller's statements are defamatory and incorrect. And so the yeah, magazine that I was working for fired me on the spot. Oh, right? oh yeah, you Shit. can't have that li- libelous or anything. Yeah, exactly. Libel- yeah. Yeah. And gone. the next day it came out in the newspaper that everything that I'd said was true. Oh, you hate to hear and it. And honesty is the is the defense against defamation, mm-hmm. right, in journalism. And so I sued them and I won and that's how I, I got like eight and a half thousand dollars. I paid the lawyer like two thousand, so I had like mm-hmm. six grand. That's how I went to Paris Fashion Week for the first time. <laughs> what? Wow, that's what fire. I savage. sued him and went to Paris, that's bitch. That's fire, yeah, on their dime. Yeah. <laughs> that's fire. Suckers. So that's good. Wow, so what a trajectory. Yeah, though. so that's I started insane. going to Paris Fashion Week, then Milan Fashion Week, and I made friends with all these male models, and so they would sneak me into the back of the show. Did you have like stage. a crazy three-piece suit at this point in time? No, I mean, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> it, was it was menswear. It was menswear. It was, yeah, it was yeah. hashtag menswear. It was actually a little earlier than hashtag menswear, but like it was like bow tie era. Ooh. I was yes. rocking a Com de Garçon, like a complay v-neck with yeah. a collared shirt and a bow tie. Wow. Oh, what a time. Like the nautical bracelets yeah. and like the rope. Accessories. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a good start. No, line, to be no, honest. no, like, no. But yeah. we have to. We stand on the shoulders of giants. We, we <laughs> you know, like we started there and now we're here. Bow ties walked <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that like Wrangler Rogers could run. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's fire. That's fire. Oh wow. God. And so I was trailing yeah. on the Fashion Week circuit, and finally I got to a point after like three years of doing this where I was mm-hmm. like, damn, every time I fly back into New Zealand, why am I going to New Zealand? Yeah. And um, I need to be where the big boys are. Mm-hmm. And so I booked a one-way ticket to Paris, and I was going to live in Paris. Yeah. Wait, is my audio okay? Yeah, audio audio is good. Audio okay, is cool. good. Yeah, so, and I was going to live in Paris. I lasted three months in Paris, and I was like, this is tough. Like, not <laughs> speaking the language. Yeah. French people are not friendly. No, like, no, they no. don't want to hire me. Mm-hmm. And so all my friends started moving to New York City. All the models that I was friends with basically started yeah. moving to Follow New York City. Follow the models. Yeah. I followed the models. <laughs> I, I moved to that. New York. <laughs> Within a day of arriving in New York City, I got a job writing for the New York Times. What Within a fuck? week, I was doing stories for GQ and then Business of Fashion, Esquire, and it just, like, all went on from there. Jesus wow. Christ. So what the hell? So one day, how, how the hell, what kind of connection did you make? to get that job at the New York Times in one day. Well, I, I guess because I was three years into my career already and I was for a lot of newspapers, a lot of magazines. You had a lot of like, You just you know. met the right person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, and this was at a time when Guilt Group was doing this men's oh, uh, editorial guess. site and they mm-hmm. had everybody, Nick Wooster, Josh Pesco, wow, Tyler Barson, shout, shout Lawrence to the Lewis God. Schlossman. Mm-hmm. Shout Larry. Yeah, wow. everybody the was working for them, yeah, and they, the they hired me to interview all the top menswear insiders about what they thought of each show at the end of each day, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. And one of the people I interviewed was Bruce Pask, who was a hero yes. of mine, and yeah. he was the men's He's fashion dope. director of the New York Times at the time. Wow. And so he said, if you ever come to New York, look me up. Within one day of arriving to New York, I, I called him, <laughs> wow. and within the, and that same day, he was like, come meet me in the offices, let's get you writing for us, and boom, it just went from That's that. amazing. Wow. Shout Go out to Wow. And one of the pass. first stories I ever wrote for the New York Times what? was uh, I did a column for them called Watson Store. Yeah. And I went to Patron of the New, oh. tried on a bunch of clothing, and wrote See? an article about it. Shut up, Patron. Wow, that's crazy. Even back in the day, still making This was like, yo, this too. was like, what, he said like 2011? Yeah, this was like gothic ninja This style. is sicky Yes, He said sicky no, yeah. Yeah. is. Yeah, this is before the first Marcel. wave of Rick Owens hype beast. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. That w- honestly, though, low-key, kind of the golden era of Soho. It was kind of fun. I think I bit. did like an old denim onesie. Oh, my which God. We need to find those photos. That's yeah, a, yeah do we? Oh, my gosh. I look like do a we? scared <laughs> little boy. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, that's, that's, that's crazy. Somewhere. Honestly, that's that's a crazy Yeah, that was like, yeah, that journey, was Journey, honestly. I honestly didn't even know a lot of that, to be okay, honest. Okay, no, no, I didn't know. Yeah, you summed crazy. that up really well, too. Illuminated Thank you. So, of all those cities... Which of you? Which would you say is your favorite? Paris or has been your favorite. Paris, like for Fashion Week, Paris is the greatest place in the world, Absolutely. hands down. Mm-hmm. For living, I think New York is the best city in the world. Living, why wow. fashion Paris and then living in New York? Because you've got the best shows. Like it's an honor to get invited to shows in Paris, and when you go to a Dior show, it's incredible. You oh, go to European a Celine brands, show, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like a YSL show. Yeah, yeah. I've you know I got to go backstage to a Chanel show. Oh, that's standing incredible. as close as I am to you to Karl, Karl Lagerfeld, taking R. photographs yeah. of him, blurry photos on my BlackBerry. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. Uh, what you know, the like hell? shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's can't like buy experiences like that. No, you really can't. The That's Blackberry insane. photos are about the same quality as your Android. No, 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 absolutely <laughs> not. See, and we're joking. not going to have Android slander right now. This is not. I'm just joking. Obviously, that. joking, joking, joking. Oh, no, no, I'm fucking around. But anyway, that's insane, though. And it's just like, those are the sort of memories that you cherish long term, you yeah. know? Because honestly, like you said, you can't buy that kind of experience. Yeah. And like, 
Because like I was, ne- I like clothing, right? Of course. But for me, do. it was always about the the spectacle, who was there, the crazy shit, the shenanigans, what was going on Love behind, the behind the closed doors, right? Mm-hmm. And I was outside a fashion show in Paris in like 2014 or 15, yeah. and the street style photographer that I was friends with, he came up to me and he was like, "Yo, Isaac, there's this blonde kid, and every mm-hmm. time he walks a show, 500 girls show up outside. Okay. You have to, you have to go check this kid out. You right? have to recruit. Yeah. I was writing for the Business of Fashion at the time, and I called up Imran, who owns Business yes, of yes. Fashion. I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, there's this kid. We need to go look at him." And he was like, "Okay, go follow him around for a day, right?" Yeah. And it was Lucky Blue Smith. I was gonna say this oh, is Lucky wow. Blue. Oh wow. And it was his first season. Nobody knew who he was, but girls knew who he was, right? Wow. And every day on Instagram, he was getting like 50,000 new followers. It was wild. That's, that's and so crazy. That's, that's what, yeah. Yeah, I the followed algorithm him. was sick back then. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> I followed him around for a day. We organized a photo shoot with a street star photographer shooting him in the Tuileries. Mm-hmm. We got him to tweet it to his followers that he was going to show up at the Tuileries. So many girls showed up that the police... Um, like the, the, the Paris police? police showed up and had to shut it down because girls wow. were getting crushed and oh shit in the Tuileries you know how big that area yeah, is yeah, yeah. thousands of girls he showed up and they were like freaking that. out like we the police had to like escort him out and we got shots of the entire thing Female. I wrote an article about it like mm-hmm. stuff like that like amazing female, experiences female simps wow. yeah. female simps that's fine hardcore that's fine. really crazy oh, hardcore that's, yeah, that's good shout out to Lucky Blue for packing that he with killed just it yeah, he's a king. 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 Saluted to him, one hundred percent. And then yeah, salute to you for for following him and just documenting. Or just his yo, life even just like bit. that, yo, this kid's hot. We got to be on it. Yeah, yeah I was. Exactly. That's that was what I was always, I think, good at, and what I was always interested in was like something exciting is happening. Mm-hmm. Like had an while people that? like Larry and James were like yes. simping over clothing, like yes. the Gians and the Larrys and the James of the world were like going obsessive about like technical Thirst, details of clothing. Yes, yeah. I didn't care about that shit. I cared about what like the the the, the party, what was mm-hmm. happening, like yeah. behind the ropes. Maybe like what the people who are wearing those clothing like, what, yes. like, what were they doing always the people for always me always yeah. the people the spectacle mm-hmm. yeah. that's I love what that. also, and then, of course you naturally gravitate towards fashion because fashion's all about spectacle exactly it it's is. all about like gratuitous expression exactly who's who mm-hmm. and you exactly. know all that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. it is exciting that's crazy would wow. you say there's a lot of that in I mean you said obviously what in your childhood you did it, you were exposed to that in New Zealand but how is it different from where you're from compared to maybe like Paris or New York oh I mean like we have no history of of well-dressed man in New Zealand we do like <laughs> does, does not does exist, not exi- yeah. no, I'm not it's joking not it does not, not exist right and when I was growing up like I got the first brand that I got really into was Subi right okay. it was probably okay. like brand. 2003 they started Australian making, brand yeah yeah they started making skinny jeans mm-hmm. I saved up for six months to buy a pair of $350 jeans right back in 2003 too. yeah back in 2003 Dedicated. and I would wear them around and dudes would drive past me and roll down the oh, window and be like F A G G O T. yes like, yeah. You know, because nobody's wearing anything like that. And then, of course, like 10 years later, there are see those same guys are wearing, like wearing skinny <laughs> jeans. You know? body. Now everyone is. <laughs> and so like, but, but I grew up, I, I came up in that time when like it was the early 2000s. Because I'm 36 years old. I'm turning 37 at the end of this month. It was mm-hmm. the early 2000s. It was all about that like Omarion, Bow Wow, you know, wow. like early Chris Brown. Back and now. so we were matching our back. fitted hats to our ba- basketball jerseys. Oh. I'd wear my skinny Subi jeans with a pair of high top Nike Dunks. And that was my look. That's it. Wow, that's yeah. kind of fire. But like in New not... Zealand, like the the people who were celebrated were the rugby players, right? They're yeah. like yeah. they're, they're oh, our yeah. superheroes, they sh- and they do not like they don't dress well. They don't even know what Lee Denim is. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie said like muscular people they don't need to wear fashion because it's just oh, vulgar. Wow. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's canceled. Eddie's canceled for that, for that one. <laughs> but Eddie was like the person in those in the he early 2000s Subi. who started making it cool to be a skinny dude. Right? Yeah, totally. And I was I grew up in a culture where beefcake dudes were the cool guys. They were right? the yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden there was this cultural shift around 2005, 2006 wow. because of Dior Arm. Yeah. And oh, all of a sudden so like good. people like me became like cool because we were skinny. That's yes. so cool. And skinny king. such a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, so After amazing. getting beaten up my entire life, pushed around my entire life by the rugby players to all of a sudden be like, yeah, you wish you could fit your, th- your thighs in these pants. Yeah, yeah exactly. You had these twink legs. Amazing <laughs> moment. That's fire. Yeah. And so you salute to Eddie for just flipping the script 100%. Yeah, that's, that's so That's crazy. So and it's fire that also that you got to experience that as well because for me Dior almost like something I always like I wonder how it played out when it actually was introduced to the public oh. but you to hear someone say like no I was there and 
and people actually gave a shit that Dior Ohm was now popularizing this skinny silhouette. 100%. And even, so even like, like before so that, that's like pre-social media, really. Yeah. So oh, yeah. So like I would uh, – back then, style.com was the big website, right? And yeah, there was totally. men.style.com, which yes, Josh Peskowitz mm-hmm. and Tyler Thorson worked at. They were they ran it. Yeah. And they would this have the slideshows. They would have the slideshows, right? Yeah. And I would read the reviews by Tim Blanks, who's like the god. Right, he's yeah, the dude, god, he's a go. Who was also a New Zealander. Oh, what? So I when know, I started I going on the tour, I started emailing him and he would email me back and give me tips and, you know, that's like crazy. tell me what I, you know, like things that I needed to know and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, like, so there's no way in hell that I could afford, you know, like Dior ever, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I, was, <laughs> never. I, was, I was like young and poor. I was, you know, like I was broke. I was mm-hmm. paying $100 a week rent. Yeah, and, no. But we would get like suit pants from thr- thrift stores and take them to the tailor and get them like, make them look like dancing, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolute skin tight. And then we had the look, you know, with our like with our pointed winkle picket like leather shoes. Oh, that's yeah. hot. Oh, yeah, fuck. That's what Eddie that's was. Good. That's Eddie's yeah. like dream. So we couldn't afford to buy, but we could, we could buy the look. Yeah, of exactly. course. I mean, that's you how sell it starts. You sell yeah. the dream. You sell the dream. You start that way. You start low, and then you get the tailor made. You know, whatever, like Marshall's pants, and you work your way up eventually. That's it. That's yeah. crazy. Well, that leads me into like this next topic. We already kind of touched on it b- based on like your, you know, comb V neck and the bow tie <laughs> and <laughs> the, the Subi jeans and the baseball and everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, wild your style <laughs> evolution. Yeah. You've really been, you've seen a lot. Yeah, you've really seen a lot considering how much you moved around. You lived in New York city a long time. Uh, you've been in Miami the last few months where yeah. it's kind of been interesting. So mm-hmm. how would you describe your style like evolution and like, how would you say it's kind of shaped up? To like where you're at now, I'll say the, the 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 couple of things that have um that have done good things for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a haircut where I started slicking my hair back about like six years ago, and yeah. it changed my life. Really? <laughs> He's just like women just started looking. I was like, different. oh, I've been doing like, this wrong this oh, whole time. I, like I always had big, crazy, like curly, like floppy hair and stuff, and then oh, I started slicking oh. it back, and I was like, oh, Wait, this is different, this right? Is, yeah. Okay, another thing unlocked. that happened, I was really good friends with this New Zealand male model who killed it on the circuit for a few years. He did like all the big shows, Dior, like everything. Mm-hmm. And um, one day he said to me during this like hashtag menswear, like just before the hashtag menswear bow tie you yeah. know, era, mm-hmm. he was like, I've got to be honest with you. Girls don't want to date dudes who look like English professors. Oh, <laughs> he was like. You need to like go simple, wear a white t-shirt, a pair of black jeans, or a black t-shirt and a pair of black jeans, black shoes, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take his advice. I kept going with the bow ties. <laughs> so go fuck okay. yourself. Yeah. Still British professor. And then when I moved to New York City, I saw that there was this really masculine way that, that guys dressed. And I became friends with a couple of dudes who like were, you know, like who had worked and consulted with Supreme and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they had this classic New York way of dressing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's something to this. Like the, the baggier jeans, the wife beater, the plain white t-shirt, like... Mm-hmm. The Carhartt jacket. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's something that's like the very masculine mm-hmm. and cool about it. And so, like, I started to try and evolve my wardrobe to go towards a more masculine thing when it had been kind of like this, like, English professor. <laughs> but not in that cool, like, English, English professor way, more yeah. in that, like, whack mall English professor way. Oh, God. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The and so, like, these days, I think that, like, I mean, I get a lot of style inspiration from you guys. I've said mm-hmm. that before. Like, I get a lot from Alex. But, like, I think that, like, I like. I like a, a good pair of boots, right. mm. a good pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. I love white, like all white looks, Oof, white oh jeans, yeah. white t-shirt. Perfect for Miami. And mm-hmm. I love yeah, he's a, been in Miami too. a hand-knitted sweaters and like my favorite garment. Oh, yeah. Especially uh, coming from New Zealand, yeah, we have yeah, 10 yeah. times as many yeah, sheep yeah. as humans. <laughs> so knitting is a big thing. Yeah. And, um, and then I love a printed short sleeve shirt. Mm. My yeah. favorites. Yeah. Okay. So you just needed. You some have like that's some good wardrobe essentials. Yeah, to be staples, honest. Honestly, like, yeah. I mean, you s- as soon as you started speaking the love language of knitwear, of course, I was on your side. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Short, short sleeves, sh- like shirts, are always a necessity. I mean, jeans, a good pair of boots, of course. Yeah. Shout out, Amar. Um, <laughs> yeah, you always need those. I mean, which boots did you pull up uh, today in? The Pradas. The Pradas? Yeah. Oh, low key. And uh, yeah, that like real, like, I like late the shape. 90s, it's kind of like 2000s, s- like very square toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thicker yeah. sole. Those are cool. And yeah. I love them with like a shorter jean. I think that, that so you can see the shape. Yeah. yeah. Um, and wait, well, there was something. Sorry. 
No, 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 that's fine. No, you were just talking about the the, the, the Prada boots. I remind me of this Dries boots I actually have, but I love like the square toe, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's something uh, I need in my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, square toe is hot. Yeah, no, square toe is good. But um, okay. What else are you wearing right now? Oh, so yeah, I'm wearing mm-hmm. I'm wearing the Hyacin um I'm wearing the Hyacin hoodie. Yeah, that's my boy. Okay, Tobias. Right? Yeah, he's he's a German dude. He mm-hmm. he had a massive digital agency in Germany that was Hugo Boss's exclusive agency, and he oh, sold wow. it a couple of years ago. Caked. Cashed out. Caked. Amazing. We Lives in that. an apartment in the Lower East Side. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. And he started this brand customizing Air Force Ones. He oh. puts like buckles on them. He puts like um ta- tassels, like loafer tassels oh, on that's them. Cool. I'm wondering, that's cool. I feel like I've sick. seen that. Yeah. Fire. Like mm-hmm. offset offset wears offset them, wars. like the baby wears them. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely it. seen it on the explosion. And he just started making these hoodies, which I love. I'm I'm wearing the crushed velvet teal yeah, supreme trucker jacket. Tell him this is nice. This the is other good. thing I think that is important for me was like learning which colors work. Very mm. true. Like blue always works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I was gonna say those colors look great on you. Yeah, I yeah, noticed that a lot in your wardrobe. You gotta figure out what colors look good on your body, or and and with your skin Like I can't wear beige, for instance. Like I, or I wear pink, and I'm like pink myself. So it's just like all one thing. I just look like exactly. Or not. But like you gotta work out the colors that work well, and then just like hit those colors mm-hmm. over and over again yeah yeah so blue is your shade yeah and mm-hmm. also if you wear all one color head to toe you look tall as fuck uh, <laughs> it's a proportion thing yeah this guy's got definitely the male model tips tips right here that's true though i've, I've definitely seen isaac pull off a lot of just like solid fits mm-hmm. like all white mm-hmm. or like i'm trying to think maybe even all blue fit like maybe a suit or something definitely like, seen a navy look i'm just like oh sure. like it yeah. does look good it yeah, does yeah, look yeah. Good. and of course you know he's a big fan of the tiktok pants which of course you are donning right now. Yeah, always. always. I think I've, I may have gotten a little hate from you guys for for <laughs> dropping for I mean, dropping the name. It was just the gem. It was it was it was it, it was a long time coming, and I think that ap- like ha- going a solid two years of just like everyone just like what pants what are, those? are those? What pants are those? And yeah, I just yeah. never give anyone anything. Yeah, it was bound to happen. Yeah. If someone, I told him. If, I told yes, if someone was gonna do it, it's just like at least I know them. That's <laughs> you know? so true. At least That's I know true. them. At least it's not someone random. And just you put, and he honestly gave credit in the video. Oh, of course, what more bro. Can you always, ask for oh, always like, love to the homies. No, for I sure. Like I, I, did, I get so much infl- uh, inspiration from you guys, and mm-hmm. I guess my thing. I've never been a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Like and I, I got tell you, well, you're, fa- you're a fashion journalist. So you want I've got. Not, I don't have a lot of beef with gatekeepers, but like I can't be a gatekeeper. Like right. for me, everything is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I've always That's thought true. that. I'm, I'm, I do. I, I yeah. I, I love. That. I'm like yeah. democratic about stuff. Like if somebody asks me where something's from, like I'll always tell them. Mm-hmm. But I also honest. But I'm also like like let's say like an early adopter i'm never like the trend leader right i might see something that i think is cool and then adopt it right but if i had been the first out the gate Mm -hmm. maybe i would feel different but i don't think i've ever really been the first that's probably i think you guys were like the first i definitely for a long time i I have a nickname for these pants i call them the cheat codes Mm -hmm. because they are just so cheap and they look so good yeah Yeah. and i literally can wear them with anything yeah and I, i i you don't find that a lot you know, mm-hmm. so I think for me, I was like, oh, God, I have to keep this secret, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 you know, because they're just so good. Yeah. Um, but like I said, if, if anyone was going to do it, by the way, the video went fucking nuclear. Of course. And yeah. I Wrangler definitely owes you something. I know they reached out to you as well. Yeah. Did yeah. you go, did you ever talk to them? We d- we, we are. Did. We are in talks with them. Nice. So we're, we're working on and something. And before those pants, because I didn't even know about these pants, but like apart from this one pair of jeans, every single pair of jeans that I own have been Wrangler for oh, a wow. long time. Really? They're, they're great. They're the cowboy cut. Yeah, yeah the yeah, cowboy yeah. cut. It's so iconic. good. It's iconic. Like, it hits. And I get the 30-inch length. Yeah. Oh, so you so get a little short, bit of that. Mm-hmm. So good. A little, a little peak. A little yeah. peak. Yeah, that's one thing I would say about Wrangler. They really Short just and wide. Mm-hmm. Short and yeah, wide. That's a demographic. Not my chode pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good oh yeah showed bad oh man um no 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 that's good and like you said yeah the video did go parabolic but i did like that and it's crazy because this speaks to your influence on tiktok which i got a lot of followers bridge by the way from you. Bridge. yeah i also got some residuals nice. shout out to you for that Shouts anytime that. but um I promise you, I saw so many more people wearing those Wranglers after you made that TikTok. I was like, oh my God, this guy, t- this guy actually like Your coworker came in wearing them. You were like, I saw you guys saw TikTok. Thousands of individuals. <laughs> yeah. I saw people were like commenting on, oh, those are the pants from TikTok. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah. And I, and yeah, one of the people I work with literally came in and I, and I was like, oh, did you like see that TikTok? He's like, yeah. 
Yeah, that's I didn't so know that. It wasn't, know. The yeah, reach was real. I've been in Miami. Ain't nobody wearing them in Miami. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. In oh, New York, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole Lower East Side has them. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no cap. Yeah, all of NYU. So now, so, um, so now you guys need to like get to the next thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I mean, honestly, this uh, I love. No, it still hits though. It still hits. They're so good. Sorry, no shade, but when like all of Miami is wearing it, then it's like okay, on to the next. But yeah, no, I mean. They're still good. They're still gonna go with. They go with almost any shoe. Yeah, that's the thing. They look good with sneakers. I wear them with Vans. I wear them with loafer. Obviously yeah. boots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it's crazy how versatile they and are. And like you said bucks. on the way over here, the brown color, oh. the brown pair you wear, that makes your wagon look nice. Oh my god, the <laughs> wagon <laughs> pops. Wagon the, pop, the, yes. <laughs> the brown and the inky like midnight blue Ooh. are my two favorites. Honestly, wow. I think they sleep on the midnight blue. The blue, mm-hmm. I've never wearing them. They're the ones that I wear the most. Those are good. That's hot. The pair of black boots. Hey, yeah. navy is yeah. a color, bro. Navy yeah. is my color. <laughs> midnight navy, I love that. That's sick. Uh, I guess that kind of le- leads us that 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 whole conversation leads us really into TikTok in yeah. general mm-hmm. because. You have amassed a decent amount of following. Yeah. First of all, firstly, I really do love your videos. Thank I think you. They're really entertaining. Mm-hmm. They're funny. You have a great way of introducing them. They're to the point. Yeah. And I, I think that I don't know. They're they're really enjoyable for me. They give a nice insight to mm-hmm. your life, fashion. They kind of touch on a lot of different areas. Yeah. I agree. How, what was your first like, like moment making TikToks and like how? Your journey with that, how's that been yeah, so how far? Yeah, how have you integrated it into, like, okay, your so brand? I've been working on Instagram, like, you know, I've been getting paid for Instagram collaborations for probably, like, seven, eight years now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I have a friend, Emma, who you guys know. Um, yeah. Oh, shout Emma. out, Emma. Mansworth. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was saying to Beautiful me years soul. ago, get on TikTok, get on TikTok. Wow, like, woke. Instagram is dead for you. Like, forget mm-hmm. about it, because, you know, my engagement was going down. I was losing followers and shit. Yeah. And she was like, your personality really lends itself to TikTok. And I was like, I, I hated social media so much at that point. That I was like, the last thing I'm going to do is download another mm-hmm. app. Another yeah. One, yeah. I resisted for so long. And then finally, in September of 2019, I downloaded it. And within three days... I was like, oh, oh shit, shit, something this is yeah, happening this is here. Good. Yeah. This is like, this is something this really happening. This is the happening. excitement, oh. spectacle thing you're looking for. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, at that stage, like, I was just seeing, like, the Charlie D'Amelios and the Addison Rays and the mm-hmm. dancing and stuff. And I was like, but then every now and again, a comedy video would pop up. Yeah, or any, yeah, yeah. You know, and then the first thing that happened for me was, like, I was making all these unboxing videos on my Instagram story, right? Where yeah, I'd, yeah. like, throw the box across the room, flip a knife and stuff. And I made one of those and that popped off. Like, within an hour, it had 35,000 views. And I was oh, like, shit. oh, Because I hadn't had anything on Instagram get Nothing anywhere near as Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yes, you know, like, algorithm back in the day, is like, in 2014, it. maybe. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, wow. And so I just kept making them, started making videos every day, right? Mm-hmm. And then... When we shut down for the pandemic, mm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. I, I was like, either I'm going to go fly home to New Zealand and be with my family, or I'm going to lock myself in my apartment and learn and something go new. Turbo. And I went, locked myself in my apartment and went turbo, mm-hmm. like literally turbo. I started mm-hmm. making three videos a day. Oh, and God. when I was starting out writing my blog, mm-hmm. I wrote three blog posts every day for the first three years that I was that I was blogging. Right. So Jesus like Christ. in three years, I'd I'd written like thousands of posts oh my god right? yeah actually a walking content creator i was like yeah. because i was like the only way to do this shit is to do this shit mm-hmm. and so with tiktok i approached it in the same way i was like i'm gonna go all out and i'm just gonna like start making it. and i looked at the trend page every day mm-hmm. and i started making at least one maybe two videos a day i did you know there was that trend whipped coffee yes yeah. yes i made yes. that one time for a tiktok video it got me like seven hundred thousand views holy shit oh my you know like i had whipped coffee that wasn't yeah, right? the best but hey we tried it yeah That's we insane. all tried it, and i was like every day there was a new trend and every mm-hmm. day i made a personal video and then a video that hit the trend yeah and then my first video that really hit and i like really changed the way that i was thinking about it was i made that video you know the trend where it was like um you're searching for somebody somewhere and it's like she looks like every other bitch what yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I did um, searching for my 23 year old art gallery intern girlfriend at Lucien and oh then it was like she looks like every <laughs> other bitch and that got 125,000 views and I was like damn that was niche that was that super was niche say, for you like the Lower East Side yes, and yes. it still hit because and I was the like, algorithm is like I said so it's good. Yeah. it's good it's so funny you wouldn't believe how many people even from like 
back like in Texas when I was there. They were like, "Oh, your friend Isaac always pops up my on my for you page, like blah blah." blah. Like yeah, because y- TikTok knows that you watch it's it, crazy. And so it also starts like kind of seeding it to your friends and so like keep people watching. you may know. Yeah. Keep watching. Keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I love it. And that. the first video that went really big for me though was mm-hmm. um my favorite New York City clubs. Oh, oh yes, that oh, one's yeah, iconic. Yeah, Come on, that, you know yeah, we yeah, love that. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. And so like yeah, and so then I just started being like, okay, this is what I need to do. I need to do more New York City specific content. I do. I need to do like shit that you know about. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And then like yeah, so la- the, some people can laugh at themselves yeah. and like other people. Obviously. The yeah. stuff that does well for me is like occasionally a style video will do well, mm-hmm. and then anything to do with New York usually does well, mm-hmm. and anything where I'm making fun of like cool, rich, good-looking kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like the Lucy and Crowd. Yeah, I know that's my good. Bread and butter. Do you yeah. have you ever? Do you know who Gestad guy is? On of course, he yeah, he's Gestad. brilliant. He's yeah, yeah. amazing. Incredible. And I, he does a lot of that, and it's great. He mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. He, he said, kills it. He, he just makes it. Oh, his is ultra highbrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Amazing. Oh my Laura Piana Lynn. Oh my Laura Dude, he's great. Shout out to Gestad guy. Yeah. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Uh. Well, that's amazing. So you were doing a lot of TikTok over quarantine. You got really good at it. You were doing all these things, being really disciplined. You were living in Miami. What was that like, that whole experience? I know you said the last two months of it were hell. Yeah. What was it like holistically, though, like that so experience? I guess around, like, okay, so last year was kind of crazy because we got locked down. And yeah. then in the summertime, we started protesting for Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And we were out on the streets for, like, months. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I went out every day. I, for, yeah, I remember. For I was months. there. Yeah. And it was like... And it was an incredible experience, mm-hmm. and I don't think I had any idea of how stressful an experience it was. You know, oh, like no, no, no. we were walking really like did. across the city, having police like running after us, and all this stuff, and like being surrounded by ten thousand people every day screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, in the it middle takes of a lot out. Yeah, it takes a lot exactly. Out. And like when it when it kind of like the protest started to die down, and we stopped. I honestly almost had an emotional break, breakdown, and mm-hmm. I like didn't know what had hit me because yeah. I don't think that we'd process. We would just keep going and going and going, right? Yeah. And then at the same time, I was like, I'm paying all this rent in New York City. My roommate moved out. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to keep paying my rent. Mm -hmm. I hadn't worked in so long. And um, the government had cut the aid, the unemployment. I was getting like $140 a week. That was it. In New York? And so I was like, (laughs) made that a day, Dougie. Godspeed, brother. Damn, Dougie. Godspeed. And so I was really stressing out and like I was watching my savings dwindle and I was like, Ooh. damn, like I'm not getting any younger. My Bro. money's running out. Like you're looking not, at, like, you're not looking it. at OnlyFans. Like, and we uh, haven't mentioned, but like my main money comes from DJing. Yeah. Right. Like, and then everything was completely Everything was done. There was no way that I was going to make money. Mm-hmm. And there was no like there was no end in sight. No. And so I was like, maybe I had a friend who moved to Mexico City and he was paying $400 rent there. And so mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I should go there. And my girlfriend, Miranda, who, you know, is one mm-hmm. of your good friends. Shout Sis- out, Miranda. Assistant Miranda. Jarpai. Like, not assistant. Associate. Oh. Associate. Associate. Big, I'm more, big, I'm, cor- big correction. Yeah, I yeah. am her assistant. Of yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she was like, I don't know if I, you know, what happens if everything opens up? And she was working at Ludlow House. And right. she was like, if they open up, I might not be able to, you know. So mm-hmm. we decided to go to Miami for a weekend, right? Yeah. And we ended up staying for six months. We both started work. She worked at Soho House As down do. there. I started DJing immediately. Uh, shout out to Miami for being open. For real. <laughs> yes. And, you know, like. Yeah, so it, like it allowed me to make some money. We got an apartment where we were paying half as much rent in New York. We were like a couple of blocks away from the from the beach, wow. mm-hmm. and we could um and we had like a walk-in wardrobe, an elevator. It was twice as big as the New York City apartment. Why didn't we move to Miami? No, <laughs> what I, the fuck? I was telling you, I was low-key down. Damn, and, that's and crazy. a guy sublet my apartment for six months. Oh, wow. so like yeah, all so my rent was paid in New York, and you were making money. I was making money. I was able to start saving again, yeah. and like I, it was such a huge stress off my back. Oh, and so for a few months, it was amazing. I came up to New York to do a job um, in February, yeah. and snow was piled high oh, on the sidewalks. It was, was like, not looking, it was really not looking enticing. It was dreary as hell yeah. during January, the February, early March. Horrible. Bad. Winter in New York, pandemic, you couldn't eat inside. Yeah. Nothing to do. No reason to be here. So it I went out, you know, good. C&B, the cafe on um, on 7th Street and uh, right on Tompkins Square Park. I, I stood out there for an hour with friends, like having a coffee. It oh. was like... 24 degrees yeah yeah you're a psychopath and i was like i need to get back to miami so like, <laughs> yeah, that was when i went back yeah. to miami kept working it was mm-hmm. amazing and then things started to shift when like 
the temperature got really, really Indoor hot. Indoor dining opened up. The temperature started breaking in New York. Humidity. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing all of my friends were like hitting the streets in New York again. Oh, it yeah. Was feel that energy. Oh, Demon hours in really exactly. suits. It's palpable. It's palpable. And I was like, I started getting FOMO, serious FOMO. And oh, I was yeah. like, I need to get back Uh-oh. to my city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so here I am. Here you are. Amazing. So now, and, now and now you're coming back. Yeah. yeah. I'll Batman be back. Returns. So I, I go back to Miami tomorrow to pack everything up and mm-hmm. I'll be back in New York for good in like a week, a week and a half. That's so exciting. Would you say you are like a like kind of a nomad? Like you'll go and live anywhere and just figure it out? Or do you have like an when I was younger, destination? When I was younger, I definitely did. But like New mm-hmm. York City for me was always the pinnacle of existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's always where I've wanted to be. And you still feel that way. But yeah, I've lived I lived in Toronto. I've lived in Paris. Mm-hmm. I I lived in Australia for a bit. Like yeah. I, I have like moved around a lot. You covered mm-hmm. some countries yeah. and cities, wow. Yeah. But like for me, New York was always the place I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we're excited. Well, for one, we're all excited to have you back. Yeah, yeah. On behalf of all of New York. All of all of New York. <laughs> yes. We welcome you back. Come back. Make TikToks about uh, yes, Lucy yes, yes, yes. Let's clown Lucy in some more. Yeah, please. Shit on us while you still contribute to the economy. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much. <laughs> Thank you. We, 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 we appreciate your service. Oh but, my um, gosh. Yeah, That's no. So, so, um, from so from New York, w- you're coming back. Are you gonna start DJing again? You have that. That's what's your yeah. So I DJed on Saturday night for at Butter, Ooh. which was lit. Was Shout, out Richie, was I, yeah. Shout out Richie Akiva. Shout out Richie Akiva. You guys might have been there. I, I might have seen, <laughs> seen you. My clone was there. My clone was there. Evil, evil twin. And so I hope that I'll play there. Yeah. And uh, you know, I always play Kind Regards. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. But like the way that I make my money is by doing fashion events. Mm-hmm. You know, like corporate events. Right. Have you heard any trickles of anything happening? I've been. I've been yeah. lots to. I've been a lot of to fashion week parties where Isaac DJ'd, mm-hmm. and rather well shuts it down. Let's just yeah, I was that. gonna say honestly, the last time you yeah last weekend that was maybe one of the first times I've been to a party you actually DJ'd, and I'm gonna be honest, I was surprised. I was like, no oh. one was on their phones. No one was on. I was everyone on was phone. dancing. Yeah, yeah. I was actually this. Pl- I was ready the playlist to have a good fire. time. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and the turnout that's, was that's saying a lot. That's just saying a lot. So I'm I'm hoping that it comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, not only so. do I you know does Mama need to make some money, but like also like we need that energy in the city exactly oh, no, this summer is gonna it, be bad yeah it's gonna be for like, the you know i was i was talking to someone today and i was just saying like you know last summer when i came back like from texas i was like it looked like new york mm-hmm. in an alternate universe but it didn't feel like new york mm. of course so like it was just like a shell of itself but now it's like look it feels like new york again you have mm-hmm. that energy and that raw energy you d- yeah I, I always knew that that's what really what made the city feel like a city mm-hmm. but you know you don't obviously know that until it's not there right you know so like you like as i said like seeing like that that raw energy come back is yeah, like it's just all something you want to be a part like of you said it's the human interaction you know being able to in- connectivity exactly just interact with people who you don't know and then build those bridges those those parallels those connections 100 and, and also just running into people that you do know on the street which is my favorite oh, thing about living in new york <laughs> yeah, seriously walking it's through tompkins and running into a couple of friends like i love yeah. that i live for that yeah no that's it's true i i, I do as well ever since we moved downtown like I mm-hmm. swear I run into at least at least like one or two people. A little ego stroke before you go back to the crib or the yeah, next destination. Yeah, one hundred percent. What's wrong with that? That's what New York's all about. Exactly. Yeah, the local linkups is like it hits different. Like mm-hmm. it really no, is. It's, it's really good, especially like you know you've lived down downtown for a while now. Yeah. So this is like, this is your home. I've been in the same apartment for like coming up nine years. Oh yeah. my god. That's that's yeah. that's permanence. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's uh, you're, your a fixt- you're a you're a fixture. Yeah, your DNA your DNA is all in that apartment. Exactly. <laughs> quite, quite literally. All over. Oh, don't, man, don't, bring, don't bring one of those like CSI. Yeah. Yeah. CSI, CSI changed the channel. Yeah, oh my CSI. god. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Uh, well, I do also want to talk about something we haven't touched on, mm-hmm. which is I like you. I oh, like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you is Isaac's brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did that start what's the story behind it yeah. what's the genesis of i like you so my blog was called isaac likes mm-hmm. and it was back in the day when you would publish a blog post and then the anonymous keyboard warriors would come out to play yeah and oh, they would just course. savage everybody in the comments right of course Always vitriol like for just, days. Oh my god, vitriol! Mm-hmm. And so after like six months of writing my blog, and you know, b- and within six months, I was already starting to get like two, three thousand readers a day, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you get like, you know, sometimes you get fifty comments on uh, on a blog post, and you'd be 
interviewing somebody nice and yeah. saying all nice things. Nothing was bad. And yeah. then you know, like their, <laughs> their ex girlfriend from college or their ex boyfriend, whatever, would be like, "Fuck this guy!" Like blah 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 blah. Yeah, say like, mean shit about micropene. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and say crazy shit. And so, like, I was like, I need to like inject a little bit of positivity into mm-hmm. this, you know, thing. And so, I like you was the last three words of every single blog post that I wrote. Like after like six months in, That's every crazy. single blog that I ever wrote. I like you was my last three words. Mm-hmm. And to combat the toxicity. Exactly. You had to put, I like you. And everything. Exactly. And so I mm-hmm. made these stickers, these ugly little black and white stickers. Mm-hmm. And I took them to Paris Fashion Week with me. So when I interviewed people backstage, I would give them a sticker and be like, hey, here's the URL of my blog. Go, you know, like you can read it's the... It's a good network. Genius. Tool, right? Genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and shit. people were like, oh my god the sticker people yeah. love the sticker the I like you sticker and it was ugly it looked like shit I've got some of them at home in New York I've yeah. in my apartment the OGs wow. don't show be us rare, be rare I will yeah. I'll show you guys they, they look terrible but like people love the sticker mm-hmm. and so of course what I do nothing I did nothing with it and then <laughs> naturally and then seven years later I was DJing in New York and it suddenly occurred to me maybe I should bring those stickers back so I got mm-hmm. my friend Eric Lawrence who you guys might know he has that brand oh, Odessa I know, yes, 1919 yes, yes. maybe he's a king mm-hmm. he designed the I like you logo for me and, oh. and like we found the sticker place sticker mule in Brooklyn mm-hmm. we made some stickers and Grassroots. I took them to my next DJing gig and I just started giving them out and they had my Instagram at the bottom yeah. and every time I gave them out to somebody they would have such a strong reaction yeah. mm-hmm. and so I started giving out oh, a lot yeah. of stickers mm-hmm. and then I started sticking them on the locks of um, you know on the, the grapes s- you know, yeah, I see on them, the sidewalks I see them all over there, and yes. I have probably given out like 15,000 stickers I, bl- I really wow. believe you honestly because I've seen at least a thousand in this neighborhood a lot <laughs> yeah. every, every, I think of Isaac every morning when I walk out I see a I like you sticker on all the padlocks so good. every morning I think of Isaac but it's funny because like I've been going out in New York it's been like five years now mm-hmm. and I had known about Isaac way before I actually met him in person just because mm-hmm. of the sticker yeah. every single girl in their phone case on their phone or, yeah. s- or on their laptop still like that it's still like that yeah. and I'm just like who the, who the fuck hell is, is this? I like you guy. Who the hell is this? I was like, I'm mad. I didn't think yeah. of it. And who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's really a genius, genius marketing tool, yeah, marketing yeah. tool, mm-hmm. and it's so embedded into your DNA, even more than I even knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's I, really cool. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. So it's like since 2008, I've been I've been using I You've like been, you. I like mm-hmm. you. And so at the beginning, I made some stick uh, some T-shirts, and it was just like merch, basically. Yeah, you know, I'd give them out as Christmas gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. And then over the last, I would say, like six months to a year, mm-hmm. we've started to actually like make some garments that have, you know, like they have a little bit more to more design than just, element than just yeah. saying I like you on a T-shirt. Right. right. Sure. And so we are actually bringing out a collection, I think, next Wednesday. It's dropping. Oh, oh dope. And um, and yeah, like we're actually like bring some design pieces into it, like our first ringer T-shirt, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we're doing some cool trucker hats. Yeah. And yeah. So you're taking the design more seriously. Yeah. We're I doing like a, a little bike shorts and, and, and rib tank top for the oh. ladies. Yeah. Getting some rhinestones in the mix oh yeah we're getting saucy getting very saucy this summer no that's that's really cool perfect attire to act bad Mm. Mm -hmm. yes yeah perfect for the summer yeah hot hot girl and hot boy summer yes always yeah oh yeah fuck boy summer (laughs) (laughs) i'm dead well that's really a a crazy story because i i've seen the stickers like everyone's seen the stickers like a million Mm -hmm. times over but it is cool to see that you know going from like you know kind of a simple brand emerge now to kind of putting a little bit more more thought into it. I, yeah. I feel like there's so much going on with you that like I said I didn't even know before this podcast whether it be That's like true. journalism all your your movement throughout the world and mm-hmm. all your experiences I, I feel like you can you're gonna re- you are already doing a great job like culminating and building your brand yeah. and it does it is positive you and know, being a voice yes you know? thank you thank mm-hmm. you thank you I honestly I appreciate you guys and I love what you guys do. I always follow what you guys do. You mm-hmm. know, like I've, I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, I know. I mean, we try not to be too on the nose, but a lot of the people that we interview or we have the podcast with, like we definitely feel like there's always a synergy. Mm-hmm. And with I like you and Isaac likes, there's definitely a synergy between your message and what Fashion is for represents. 100%. Even what MR or Midnight Rodeo represents oh, too. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, of course. Big I, fan. I, I, yeah, of course. We've seen. Uh, we know Isaac's definitely going to be busting some big MR fits this time. Oh yes, hell yes. Casino yes. T some of the new stuff coming up can't wait mm, the caps Woo. but yeah no of course and we're interested to see how your ringer tee does it because well, i know that's going to be populating yeah i mean we're excited about because yeah. we haven't done anything like that yet right. and 
I don't know how many brands have actually like. Have you guys seen very many ring of tees on the market? Like all the ring of tees that I've been wearing that I've seen people wearing are like forty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, don't, I haven't seen very many new brands do right. a ring of tee yet, except maybe like Brandy Melville. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, the mean, girls. Hey, yeah, the, the girl, girls have been on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah the course. girls have been on it. Like definitely. Like even mm-hmm. ra- even Wrangler has made ring ringer tees. Like, of course. Well, that would be very natural for Wrangler. But I mean, you're right though. There definitely is like that sort of gap. Some brands are starting to fill it. But there's still so much room to like sort of give people that vintage yeah. or like older aesthetic, but something that's a little bit newer as well. Not everybody yep. wants to live a forty year old garment. Exactly. And well, not everyone can like find it or know where to look. Exactly. You know, yeah. Like so like I'm hoping that this goes well. And so I've I've got one here and it's got oh, nice. um it's got our boy Vincent Cassell. Oh, he's the biting, yeah. He's a go. Biting he's a go. Monica Bellucci's no, it's Monica Arm? Bellucci's oh, okay. his, his ex-wife before yeah, yeah. before mm-hmm. biting Monica Bellucci's leg in the back of Correct the cab. Correct me if I'm wrong. He is the um, sexiest man alive. That's all yes, but it, it, am I? I, I hope I am not wrong. He is the main antagonist of Ocean's Twelve. Yes, yeah, amazing. And he was in a amazing. cult French movie when he was like 19 years old called La N. Yeah. And that was like it was like the that kids, was his breakout role. It was like the kids of France. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, and that's, that's when he's fucking huge. I mean, yeah, and, and w- w- I remember wasn't he in a film with Monica Bellucci as well? Yeah, probably. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, that but sounds about right. He speaks the photo is sick. The photo is sick. He speaks English. He speaks Italian. He speaks Portuguese. He speaks mm-hmm. French. He is, he is French. He's a polyglot. Yeah, he's 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 an incredibly talented dude. He does capoeira. Mm-hmm. You know that Brazilian yeah, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like well, he did it in the movie in Ocean's Twelve. Yeah. yeah, and he's just an incredibly good-looking dude. So yeah, yeah, that's the and we like slashed it. We we got the inspo from this like old 1960s French film poster. Yeah, mm-hmm. which so we slashed is very the aligned. photo like that. Yeah. Got the I like you in there, and so yeah, this is this is our first thing. That's we're we're pulling it out next Wednesday. And then we've got this trucker hat as well, which says, it ain't easy being this sleazy. This is right on brand for you. Yeah, definitely. It ain't easy being sleazy with the Vincent Cassell picture just biting my... Is this, is this, her, this is her leg? Yeah, it's her leg. Oh, yeah, he's getting That's racy. He knows, he knows what's going on. Oh, yeah, he knows. Um, no, this looks good, honestly. I kind of... No, I love it. I need you to slide and then Yeah, I say, the, the yeah. Joseph is all over this. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, a sure, red, yeah. red ring. Extra small for Joseph. Yeah, uh, extra, extra small. <laughs> and um, we had a bit of a hit with this T-shirt that we did. It was like an airbrush T-shirt that said, if you think I'm cute, you should see my daddy. Ooh. Oh. And so we're bringing that out in two new colors as well. Nice. And yeah, we've got like a bunch of new stuff coming mm-hmm. out. The trees are going to And we're that. shooting like all of our friends. We've got Alex Roth helping us with some photo Shout shoots. AR. And, you know, like... Yeah, it's it's we're we're excited. I think you're it's trying to take over summer. the summer too. Yeah, you're trying to go turbo. That's fun. Let's let's work together. Relatable, relatable. Uh, you do also. I know you did also like you know, in in uh with doing all the like you merch, you started collecting the ringer tees like from eBay. Yeah, and I know you have a robust New Zealand vacation or merch yeah, like yeah, yeah. Tea, New Zealand tees. Yeah, so I, I the I New Zealand tees. Yeah, he's got yeah. a bunch like, of it. Do, like okay. The big difference between New Zealand and America is that mm-hmm. nobody shows national pride with what they wear. Like you'd never see somebody in New Zealand wearing a New Zealand cap yeah. or yeah. like you know anything no make like America that. great like no make New, Zealand, <laughs> make New Zealand great again. We don't have that thing that like when I moved to America I was like damn everybody in New York wears a Yankee fitted. Mm-hmm. Oh, like oh, we yeah. don't have that's that the most culture. popular hat in the fucking world by the way. Exactly. And also I think that like New Zealanders have this we have this thing called cultural cringe. Yeah. Like whenever you watch a movie and you hear a New Zealand accent you're like oh god that's so embarrassing. Saying, like get rid of it <laughs> that's so you know? funny and but why I was, like after living in america and getting immersed in american culture for so long i was like damn i need to like show my i want to celebrate new zealand exactly like, mm-hmm. american and so i went on ebay one day and there's all these vintage new zealand t-shirts from the 80s and 90s so i bought up like as many as i could yeah, yeah just and yeah now i do have a bit of a robust collection it's it's yeah. kind of exciting that's of course, amazing yeah, no, i will say this about new zealand mm. i want in on the kiwi saver Oh, oh yeah, I know about that. Yeah, we invested fifteen percent of KiwiSaver in Bitcoin. Oh, what? That's yeah. fire! What I didn't hell? know that. This guy's That's also crazy. the government matches you for like the first fifteen hundred dollars every year. So like you get like fifteen hundred dollars free from the government That's every year just fire. for your like. It's our equivalent of four hundred one k. Okay. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, it, that's, it, it, it's, it's, that's it's way better though. It's better. It's better. Yeah, that's like, gonna continue. All that, all the, all all the money they gave us for COVID relief, they're like, yeah, we're going to have to get that back from you. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> we're just going to get it back in taxes. Uh, did you make your 1,200 peon? Yeah, that's <laughs> good. No, damn. No, New Zealand, I remember you actually made a TikTok um, about how there were elements from New Zealand's like governing that you would love to take from New Zealand and bring to America. They got New Zealand got a lot of great press mm-hmm. for a lot of things. Gun control. Mm-hmm. They did a great job with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Yo, we have a politician who has been voted into power. First of all, as a mayor, and then as like our equivalent of a senator. Mm-hmm. Right. A transgender woman 
who used to be a sex worker, publicly was like well known oh, to be a sex geez, worker. Wow. And was voted into as mayor of her city in 1998. Oh, you're progressive. Way, as way Where you gave women the vote 25 years before any other country. Why is New Zealand so great? Wait, I don't know. We're, we're just like really, really progressive politically, mm-hmm. you know? Really? And so, like, yeah, like there are a lot of things that, like, I really wish that we could introduce from, you know, like we could get mm-hmm. from New Zealand and bring it over here. Mm-hmm. Like, f- universal healthcare. Yeah, oh, God. It seems like a lot Cheap of Cheap education. Seems oh, like definitely. a lot of people have that right. When America is the greatest country in the world, and we can't do that. I'm like Canada up north has it. Like yeah, yeah no, no, no. I mean, it's just there are just too many. Di- there's a, the diversity is the strength and the Achilles heel of America. Yeah, That's and I, it's so cliche to say this, and I kind of hate myself for saying this, but like we don't live in America, we live in New York City. Yeah, oh, and it's the it's truth. It's its own bubble. It's it is the bubble. truth. It's a huge bubble. It's huge really bubble. true. I mean, I, it was funny. Like, even being home in Texas, I was like. Wow, I forgot what this is like. You know, like I've been so removed for so long that Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, New York is such a different world. I know. I mean, everyone that I talk to in Miami, like nobody wants to get the vaccine. Yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's anti-vax. I mean, bro. (laughs) Hey, if you've lived in Miami this long, you're you're, you're, you're good to go, bro. True story. You're good to go. I know that there's definitely a lot of debate about the vaccine, which I I totally understand. Yeah. Honestly, it is what it is. I mean, I just want people to be safe. You know. Yes. Yeah. But I am officially waxed and vaxxed. Wax yeah. <laughs> hard. Would you go? Which which show? Route Pfizer. Pfizer. Nice. That, that's that's like a. The I get, I get, rich they they, they give me my Viagra and they give me my pill. That's they give, my, they give like me my a, vaccine. It's a stack, bro. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. I saw this guy the other day. I don't know who the fuck made the shirt. It said beer in a shot day, and it was like Bud Light and then Pfizer's logo like together. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was saying that. Beer yeah, yeah, in a yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's fire. Nice. Yeah, oh, the Pfizer bros are going to be out in full effect. Oh, yeah. Recognize that. Dude, yeah. They're yeah. going to be. It's it's all the Wall Street guys, unfortunately. They're gonna, yeah, they got the Pfizer. Yep. You know. Oh, my gosh. So funny. We need them. The geese will flock. That's crazy. But, yeah, no. Um, That's still crazy that you came from Miami and dealing with all those people who are kind of not really what you're used to dealing with like a completely different environment but still made it work for six months though yeah i mean it was good it was going also like in miami you can, you can just go to the insane. beach if you if you don't know what to do for a day go to the beach and listen to a podcast you know like literally that's fine and so that's what i ended up doing and i was <laughs> i got it. this like baby blue scooter you know like a moped and i was yeah, just yeah. like ripping and roaring around miami beach it was kind of fun that, i was gonna say that's so fun that sounds like a vacation it was yeah it was like a six it month vacation a, it was a vacation honestly no wonder people didn't want quarantine and everybody was just doing that and going to miami on scooters, listening to podcasts, That's and then it. just DJ. That's it's just, it. It's just been so fun. I mean, like not not really fun, but it's been really interesting, like an interesting social experiment to see the shift of like real estate and like social. Oh, well, and Miami was also booming. You got to saw that. You yeah. got to see that firsthand. You know, yeah, so many people. So much wealth. Down. So much wealth. LA like they jokingly say, like California, New York, like Governor Cuomo and Governor Newsom are like the Florida's top realtors. MVPs. <laughs> MVPs. Yeah. Because you just saw <laughs> that. Yeah. I didn't hear that, but that's good. Yeah, no, they're like funny. top realtors, Governor Cuomo. Yeah, um, and so I, I mean, I was, and there was definitely times when I was jealous. I was oh, like, definitely. Like, yeah, well, I mean, just the weather, way. just like if nothing else, saying. just the weather. Incredible. I'm like sitting cold as shit in my apartment. In but then you come back to New York City and you see like more fits in 30 minutes <laughs> than you'd see yeah. in six months of being oh, in Miami. Like the in Miami, Miami is so the epitome yeah. of style in Miami is like. A Dior or Balenciaga logo T-shirt, mm-hmm. a pair of like whatever jeans, and then a pair of like B-22s. designer sneakers. Mm-hmm. Dior B twenty twos. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that is the pinnacle of style in yeah. Miami. Yeah, Patron of the new Miami <laughs> opening up soon, baby. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> to the moon, <laughs> to the moon, <laughs> to the moon, baby. to like, the moon. Like Doge. Yes. Did you put any money in there? Did I, you I, put I, money in Doge? Yo, Crypto. You I did? put I put six hundred dollars into Doge. Oh. Oof. And um. On the weekend, me, brother. Um, there, there will be no. There will only be celebration. Oh yeah. Currently, my yeah. six hundred dollars is worth ten thousand oh. dollars. Oh, I was I was early on Doge. I was real early on Doge. Oh, wow. That movie I got a little early on Ethereum. First I wish I was that early on, on Doge. Did, so you already sold. No, also, I'm, I'm still, keeping. I think it's going to keep going up. You, it's it down is, it at is. the moment, but I think it's no, going to no, keep no, going shout up. Shout out to Elon on SNL. I mean, yeah. I feel like that gave it a little, you know, juice. Brody wore the Givenchy, the elite, the Givenchy by Matthew Williams blazer, and then two people came in and got it. At Are you wow? Because yeah. of Elon, no, Elon wearing Elon it? Musk is a, is the beast influencer. Influences. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. He pump, He literally. Pump, he, he didn't pump and dump Doge, but he basically is low key manipulating it so he can also probably buy it low again and then make like a few billion on it again. After, literally after hyping it up. He's influencing. And it's all me. And it's and he knows money. He's smarter me. than me. He's yeah. This guy's influencing the <laughs> stock market, influencing the influencers and the fits. 
And he's out here just whipping a cyber truck because it's badass. And, and, and I quote, it's also his truck, which is fire. Yeah, yo, you he's goaded. He's he's different. He's Dude, different. he's built different, bro. Yeah. Honestly, big shout out to Elon Musk. Oh, wow, we need him on the pod. I will say, <laughs> Elon, 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 come on the pod. pod. Elon, and, and, for and the, and the, and the, sponsored like by Tesla. I like you, Ringer. Yeah, I like you, Ringer, and MR boots. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's the happen. next Elon Musk. It's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, there's one thing I do want to touch on that kind of like does we we talked about earlier, and it does also relate back to. Your whole social media journey, like yeah. you said, you're turning 37 at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. You're finding great success, TikTok. You know, you're well known. Um, you know, we, we spoke about how younger people and social media has progressed. People Definitely. to really think that it does just happen overnight. What are your kind of thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Um, what can you kind of share about the journey, really? Okay, so when I was about 25 or 26 years old, I wrote a newspaper article about this New Zealand guy who was trying to become the first person to bring coffee yeah. to china in a mm. big way because china had a big tea industry mm-hmm. right. right you know like bubble tea and yeah, like yeah. sweet right. teas and Love milky tea. teas mm-hmm. but it didn't have like a big you know like starbucks coffee. never hit in china like wow. in, the, in the early 2000s like it hadn't hit yet right yeah. and so he wanted to be the first person to like open up massive coffee chains in across china yeah. and um and he said this thing to me he was like it's when it happens, it's going to look like it just popped up overnight, mm-hmm. but every overnight success story is 10 years in the making. Mm-hmm. Right. And that has been the truth for me. Like all the sh- like everything that I'm doing now, like the money that I make now, like the wins that I have now, I wouldn't have any of it if it hadn't been for like the years that I put in of, mm-hmm. you know, of, of work. The small this. wins you know, and like the losses. And the fact that I wrote articles, I, I traveled to Paris and Milan and like wrote articles about, Dior and about you know all these brands yeah. and now I get to work, work f- them. for them mm-hmm. it's because of all that stuff you know like because I wrote for the New York Times which paid me $50 a story yeah. that got me in the door at Patron of the New got me mm-hmm. in the door at Armani got me in the door at all these other places like yeah. that was how I started to build these in, uh, these relationships with these mm-hmm. PR agents who when they needed a DJ two years later they turn around they're like oh I remember that guy yeah, yeah. you know and I think that there is a culture right now of immediacy and instant gratification. Yeah, definitely. And everybody looks at the Charlie D'Amelio's and yeah. goes, Hype "Oh, house, you're like, I do that. Like, yeah, I, w- I want that. I want to do a video and then wake up tomorrow and have ten million, um, ten million followers, whipping <laughs> Tesla trucks with Vinny Hacker. Yeah, and there are a couple <laughs> of people that that will happen to. Yeah, you know? sure, that's well, true. The unicorns. Far mm-hmm. more people will find success in the extremely slow, steady grind. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like. I'm like mo- I'm like moderately successful. I'm not even a particularly successful person, but like mm-hmm. it has been a grind to get here. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that like people need to be careful that like thinking that it's all going to happen for them. Like, there's no fairy godmother who's going to tap you on the shoulder and be like, "You're the next star." Yeah, that you have doesn't to do exist. Yourself. Like for the most part, you got to work and appreciate the journey. Yeah, I see mm-hmm. a lot of these kids on TikTok being like, "Oh, I want this person's career. I want this person's like, how do I get there?" The only answer is. You start doing it, and you do not stop until you get to the place that you want to be. Yeah, literally one day at a time, just continue to do the same and thing. this is something I have to keep telling myself as well. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many times with I like you, especially. Like, I want to give up. It costs a yeah, lot of money. Like, yeah, yeah. It, you know, sometimes you sometimes you drop something, and nobody cares. Nobody buys yeah. it. You're mm-hmm. like, it's not everything is going to, like, fly off the shelves. It's true. Right? Yeah. Or you post an Instagram, you post a Fitbit, and it only gets, like, Yo, it goes flat. It I goes, didn't hit the triple-digit likes, bro. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it feels like shit. Like, this stuff actually... You it does feel like shit sometimes and you just yeah. gotta keep going and going and going and going like mm-hmm. life is a slog you know sometimes yeah. it's true yeah no, 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 it's w- like you know from the pound, pound the rock really yeah. Yeah. and instant gratification like when you get things super quickly you it, it loses value it, like, yeah mm-hmm. it's like a drug dealer waving a wad of cash around Basically, yeah. yeah, which I've seen all too often. <laughs> but it don't mean shit to them. Yeah, no, of course. You're just going to fucking get it again. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And like you said, also, it makes those experiences richer because, you know, you came from the other side, so to speak, where you were looking at the starry lights and like wondering, how will I get there? I, I could never even afford Dior, and yeah. now Dior is reaching out to you to help them sell things. 100%, you know? and, that's, and that's an incredible honor. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I have learned time and time again in my specific career mm-hmm. is that the easiest way to the top is through negativity. You know, like the biggest story oh, ever wow. dropped a, yeah, that's was a about a male gem. model jumping off Killing the roof so of thing. And mm-hmm. if I had continued down that path, I could have been way bigger than I ever. And then I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to be writing these horrible negative stories. Yeah, like, I don't want to be on writing you. only the story about, like, the company going bankrupt, the kid killing himself, the exploitation of this person. Like, mm-hmm. although it's important, sometimes it's important stuff, mm-hmm. right? Sure. 
Someone's but at the same time, it's, it's like yeah, it's yeah. dark. Like you're it always on the soul. You'll always win from gossip, but like you'll feel like a terrible person for doing it. So like you've got to choose how you want to come up really, as you well. You put yourself in, a, in the line of fire in a lot of situations. It's, for sure, it's, it's tiring. I yeah. went a long time like showing up at events, and you'd see people there who wanted to kill you because of the stuff that you'd oh, written. You know, wow. and like, yeah, and like I wasn't even a gossip writer, but I would write like business stories and write honest things about companies' finances and stuff like that. And I just we got really to a point where I was like, I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, I want to have friends fun. yeah yeah when mm-hmm. I, yeah because you're, you're such a you're such a personality you're such a people are attracted to you and you like to have fun you bring people together Agreed. that's what i think of when i think of isaac mm-hmm. yeah you but know? there are many years when i was much when i was like your age when i was like people would have said completely the opposite yeah, oh, yeah like, because i was like i saw a path and on tiktok it's the same thing sometimes i go a little bit too far with some of these jokes and i end up like either not posting the video or deleting the video because i'm like <sighs> this missed the mark you know especially mm-hmm. when you're trying to make jokes sometimes you do something and it's like Actually, that was mean. That wasn't funny. That was mean. Right. And these are things that I have to like, you know, try to like work around. Even yeah, of course. Correct, you know, but at least you're auto. You're sort of filtering through it. Well, I try like, like if I'm punching up, if I'm punching at the the wealthy, the <laughs> extremely good <laughs> yeah, looking, the extremely worry, stylish, whose daddies are paying their rent. Like, yeah. I don't think that I'm like hurting yeah, anybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not worried. The about blue tents and the chrome hard truckers of the world. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's that's interesting um advice and introspection, honestly. I mean, I feel like TikTok is definitely a wash with like that. And I mean, of course, how can it not be? It's a, literally a medium that promotes 30 second, 60 second videos. So it's on, it's pretty much predicated on the, the basis of immediacy. Mm-hmm. But it definitely takes that long, slow grind to even see that kind of reward sustainably. Um, and I feel like a lot of people kind of don't appreciate that. So it's good to hear from the 100%. And mm-hmm. that's like, that. that's one thing. Like if I could have told my younger self that, like, that's what I would have said. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to take you a long time to get where you want to yeah, go. Yeah, so buckle up. Yeah, no, seriously. That's, that's great advice, honestly. And you as th- you guys know, like living in New York City is fucking difficult. Yeah, I mean, you work hard, you go out. A lot like, of competition. Like, it's, uh, you're not going to just come here and become the next star. You know? Exactly. Everyone literally. I'm just gonna post up and take all these fit pics here, and everybody's gonna notice me. I'm gonna be beautiful, and then I'm gonna ascend to the highest rung of yeah. power and, and glamour. And no, it just doesn't no, work no, no. that way. Yeah. Someone joked me the other day. I, I I was like, I burn the candle at both ends, you know, because I'm like working, going out. I know. said that. Yeah, and then <laughs> someone else said, Well, you burn it down the middle, oh, the through middle the side. Oh, <laughs> They're like, You're burning shit. it everywhere, baby. Yeah. Not just <laughs> not yeah. It's true. Sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's expensive. It's fast. Yeah. It's like it's 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 you have to stay busy and but it's it's inspiring because everyone's doing the same shit everyone's grinding yeah mm-hmm. everyone's grinding. and the great thing about new york city is that people will help you to get where you want to be because they all came from somewhere else and they all needed help at the beginning as well yeah mm-hmm. i love that and yeah. you know that's like you know going back not to like tutor on horn that's kind of what the the genesis the idea was for fashion was for is like to write about a lot of these smaller brands or like up-and-coming people mm-hmm. who may not even get like any shred of articles or anything written on them, yeah. you know? Because they need it. Because like, I always talk about like the Drakeification of the world. Like everywhere you go, when I was coming up, you go to London, you go to Paris, you go to New York, people look completely different. Yeah. And now they're all wearing the same fucking sneaker, the same chrome oh hat. Yeah, chrome hat, trucker hat. And it's like, we need to see like more of this. And this is one of the reasons I love TikTok as well because you see niche communities. I do see a lot yeah, of diversity yeah, in totally. style. Almost too much sometimes. I'm like, should you have posted this, Brody? <laughs> you know, you know, yo, you, know what's, you know what's crazy is like yeah. the fact that like, dang, I thought I was crazy for thinking that one like weird thing, but then you know, a video will pop up five seconds and be like, yo, that's crazy. Someone's thinking the same shit I am. I'm not, I'm not a sicko I'm not alone. alone. Yeah. I'm not a sicko alone. Yeah, I know. And you'll see like 338K. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, like, oh shit. All toxic. Like, Damn, if there's a name sick. for it, somebody else has done it. That's a yeah. fact. Listen, everybody has done something at least once. Yeah. That's my rule. There's been over 9 billion people <laughs> in existence. Think of it, somebody's done it. It's true. So It's really true. That's kind of comforting. <laughs> Is that <laughs> <a> let- <laughs> it's a morsel of knowledge I'll proffer. That's crazy. Well, I guess like to wrap things up, like mm-hmm. what are a few things like you're most excited about for for like coming back to New York City? What's like the being back in the mix, like, what are you looking forward to most in the next, like, six months or whatever, being back in New York? I mean, I'm excited about things going back to normal, to events opening back up, working again, yeah. getting a bit more money in my pocket. Like, yes. no no joke, I'm excited about that. Of you know, course. like, not worrying about finances not? Is, a good p- is a good place Stressing to about money, wears on the soul. 100%. Um, I'm excited. Like, I went to the Odeon for the first time tonight. <laughs> Odeon's I've never fire. been before in my life. Yeah. I've lived here for so long, I've never been. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, at, like, to try out some of these restaurants that I never went there's, to there's, there's mm-hmm. a new turf 
uh, to be, you know, discovered. Yeah, I like I'm like a stay in the East Village dude. Like I go mm-hmm. to Chopped on Aston Place, I go to mm-hmm. Takahachi on Avenue A, you know, yeah, like yeah. I go to the same coffee shop, C and B. Creature of habit. Ninth Street no, Espresso. I'm, I'm, I'm a creature way. of habit. I'm the same way. I need to branch out. Yeah. I yeah. need to take my girlfriend on some dates, you know? Yes, yes. Do that again. And, and I'm excited about, like, I'm excited about DJing some of these clubs that are oh, opening back I'm up. I'm excited to attend. And yes. I'm excited about traveling to Europe as soon as the borders oh, open. I want to go to yeah. Paris. I want to go to Greece. Mm-hmm. Yes. Greece. I know you're I'm excited. Greece. Uh, yeah. yeah the, and mm. I, wanna, I want the kids to go on some trips together. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. We need to we do some family it. trips. We no, deserve no. it. If yeah, nothing else, Montauk. Yes, I'll be absolutely. DJing surf lodge you know this what's, summer. What's funny? Oh, that's actually la- that's actually the first time I met Isaac. Where surf lodge? At surf lodge. Oh shit! In person, like with a, you were with Alex, right? I was with Alex. Yeah. You know, it's funny is because and Janina, and Janina, and Jessica Gajosa. Yes, good, great fucking memory. Yeah, right. Um, it was funny because, like I said, I've seen these fucking I like you stickers every fucking where, mm-hmm. and uh, I had seen you come in to Celine. You were working with Eli. And I asked Eli, I'm like, how do you know this guy, blah, blah, blah. Because everyone had a like you stickers at Celine. I was like, this guy's fucking everywhere, infiltrating yeah. my workplace. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm out and I went out to Montauk to, for Alex's birthday. We went to Surf Lodge. Mm-hmm. And there, lo and behold, was Isaac was DJing. And, you as well. and I introduced myself. And then mm-hmm. we took the train back on the same train. We were talking and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I was like, oh, this guy's from New Zealand. <laughs> I'm going to drop some New Zealand knowledge. <laughs> and, uh, you know, That's so it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I, it's just so funny how things have progressed. Yeah. But definitely I would love to do a reunion in Montauk properly this time. Oh, of course. Let's do it very soon. Maybe even Memorial Week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? That's I'm Watch the space. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. I know. I'm, it's, I'm game. It's, uh, you know, it's just like nice to even think about making plans like that. You I know. know what I mean? When that hasn't been a thing. We went to a Yankee game this week and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's almost low-key Texas shit. Yeah, I was yeah. like, whoa. We went to like a Yankee game. Like, well, well, how, how many people were, were, you, were you saying? Like, to be honest, I would was say it, light? it was pretty light, light which yeah. obviously you love a Yankee game, full crowd going crazy. You build off that energy. Yeah. But I will say it was sick. No lines at the bathroom or the concession stands. That's I got a, a bucket experience. of chicken. Eight-piece chicken in a bucket with fries. Bucket. 20 bucks. Oh. Share it with everyone. Only it's great. Only BX, baby. Yeah, only That's the Bronx. Fair. Shout out to the Bronx. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it was nice. It's nice to just, like, think about making plans like that. Yeah, yeah, you're and, right. And, like, what's the move? Who's going there? Like, I want to connect and hang out. Because that was off the, the Shared experience so was gone. Mm-hmm. Shared experience was gone for a long time. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, yeah, just, like, the group text, yes. meet up here. Who knows what's going to happen. Very exciting. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sneaky little links. Wait, we love that. It. Well, to wrap things up, we have what? An I Like You release, hopefully, this next week. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Amazing. Next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Everyone follow Isaac at Isaac Likes. Yeah. Isaac Likes underscore. Mm-hmm. Underscore. TikTok and Just IG. look for the blue yeah. check. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, follow Isaac. Follow I Like You at I Like You. Um, stay tuned to the drops. We'll be dropping an article on I Like You. If not before this podcast is over, very shortly yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Before the release to inform people. Exactly. Nice. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Isaac, for sharing your robust experience yes, and uh, taking time. Sharing our space. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, should, I, should I take us out? Yeah, take yeah. us out. Let's do it. I like you. <laughs>